Welcome to the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. My name is John Miller. Sitting next to me is Nicholas Saka. Yes, sir. And our special guest today is Jordan Ramirez. Jordan is a pro natural bodybuilder under the MuscleMania brand. He's been a personal trainer here in Las Vegas for the last five years. In addition, he's the owner of the Perfect brand, which includes Perfect Training, Perfect Apparel, Perfect Seasonings. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming and talking to us, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the love. They've loaded me up on caffeine this morning. Yeah, we got y'all, we got y'all jacked up and ready to go. <laughs> well, we got a whole roster full of things in the fridge, man. All sorts of things get us jacked up. That's how, that's how I know this is a real business here. You see, you walk into a business and they got they're, they're, they got some treats to give you. They, they're, <laughs> make, they're making a sale today. You know, you're giving out coffee and that's Red right. Bulls. We and, take care of our guests, man. I see it. All right, so uh, Jordan, for uh, the people that don't know you, for anybody that's listening that doesn't that's never heard of you before, uh, give us a little bit of your background and your story. So, uh, Las Vegas, born and raised. Uh, I've you always be? been always been an athlete. Are you, are you Las Vegas born and raised yourself? Right. Yep. yep. You went to Centennial. Centennial. So I graduated from Arbor. What about you? Arbor, oh seven. You so you born and raised as well? Yeah. Uh, not born and raised, but San Diego. Yeah, born and raised San Diego. Born and raised San Diego, came here, oh, yeah, pretty, okay. pretty much middle school and high school out here. Cool, that's cool. Arbor grad too then. But, uh, seven. Four, class of 14, Arbor View, um, but <laughs> yeah. I'm a pro bodybuilder now, um, been, a, been an athlete all my life since I was three years old really. I was kind of just thrown into it at a young age uh, and then at a young age and at that at a very competitive sport, which I feel like has a lot to do with how my mindset is today. And how what sports did you play growing up? Uh, well, the first sport I was put in competitively was taekwondo, oh, nice. um, and then like we'd also practice mixed martial arts in there and like different forms of martial arts. Uh, we learned everything, but I mean, we were competing at a junior Olympic level every year. Uh, going like I mean, we were traveling like every two weeks, going all over the country at a young like at five, six, seven years old. By the time I was then to train, uh, by the time I was twelve, I got my black belt. Oh shit. Um, and that's kind of just the place shut down, and that kind of just died off back then. Uh, but I kept that that mentality and took me into you know where I'm at now. You know, I wrestled in high school, um, started bodybuilding my senior year. That's when I quit wrestling to bodybuild because they had me cutting weight. Like you want no weight training? Well, I, I didn't. You know, I didn't ever took a weight training class, which oh, really? I, I'm happy I didn't because I've seen some weight training coaches. They don't know what they're doing either. But yeah, just like a lot, true. a lot of folks out here, but. I'm happy I didn't. So I kind of just, you know, learned. I, I when I was 14, I got a gym membership, and I go with my dad, and we work out. But outside of that, I always wanted to learn, and like I'd watch videos, and I always always on YouTube, like trying to just learn a different workout to do. And even at the time, I was like, I didn't like training legs or nothing like that. You know, I was just like, oh, arm day, chest day type Bro of deal. Workouts. But yeah, it was still the Mirror point workouts. of like getting getting in there. And I started to notice a physique develop, and then that on top of wrestling helped me really like chisel up throughout high school to where I was like, damn, you know, I could like I could really put a little physique together in the future. I could I could do something and by the time I was a senior I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just body build. Like I could if I put my mind to it, I know it's gonna take some time, but I could build a physique. Like I mm-hmm. I know I have the structure for it. Like right. I can see it. I could see it. It's not there yet, but I could see it and as long as I could see it I could get there. Right. And then So yeah. what age was that that you you decided to switch over to bodybuilding? Seventeen, right before my senior year. I remember I remember Cam, you remember that summer? And I was like, hey, bro, I'm about to 
I'm about to quit wrestling and I'm about to be a bodybuilder. And I was watching uh, I was watching Jeff Side and like Steve Cook on YouTube and I was like, <laughs> man, these guys are in like Germany and getting sponsored and getting flown around the world and I was, I was like, that's so cool. That's that, that's so cool that you could just get paid to work out. Like I love working out and even if they coach or they, they help other people, like that's so dope. And so that's kind of just what I this wanted before, to do. Before like way before the the boom of like Instagram like influencers and all that. I would say it was kind of just when it was starting. So, like, yeah. if you had something to promo at that time, like, you were probably, by now, you'd probably be popping. Yeah. So, like, that was, back then it was probably more YouTube was probably the, and Facebook were probably the, the big things. Like, if you yeah, were popular Facebook on those, you, still... then you were you were popular. Mm-hmm. 20, yeah, 2013. Yeah. So, I mean, here we are now uh, to get back to what is it six years later now yeah. That's, yeah that's crazy to think about. i didn't think i was gonna say six i was thinking like four or five damn six okay six up fast man six years later and we're getting ready for my second pro show nice, in nice. the natural world of bodybuilding muscle mania hmm. so follow up with that where do you see yourself going within the sport of bodybuilding i never i never wanted to switch over to the dark side and start using any type of enhancements Mm -hmm. uh outside of just like you know the everyday supplements that i get at the supplement store Mm -hmm. so i don't plan on getting too competitive with it outside of natural leagues and um if anything i just want to use my results in my body to help other people and show other people that i do have the knowledge to help them more than oh i got this trophy and i got this title because i mean the end of the day like there's not there's not too much money in the shows themselves right in natural bodybuilding yeah, that and like I mean even I mean even in Olympia dude like I mean or outside of the Olympia like the Olympia you're getting a nice check if you win but all those other IFBB pro shows like yeah nothing what twenty five hundred like I mean it's cool but yeah. like what you, you prep for a show for twenty weeks for twenty five hundred dollar check like come on yeah, yeah. That, I feel like a lot of people do it for the gram like they just do it or if it's not for the gram it's just like they're for sure not doing it for the money they're just doing it to yeah. kind of prove it to themselves or yeah. And I know, I know a lot of people coming into it, I feel like, have the game kind of messed up. Like, they think, oh, I just got to compete, 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 compete until I'm Mr. Olympia, whether it's in men's physique, and I don't care if I have to juice or do this or do that or I have to, excuse my language, but suck this guy off or do this or, like, <laughs> politically get involved or yeah. they don't care what they got to do to get that number one title. And they think that that's the route to put themselves on. But in reality, it's, like... I don't know. I feel like I feel like once if you just push yourself and you push, you know, you start something for yourself like a business, like how you guys have barbells and briefcases, and then whatever other ventures you have going on outside of that, and like how I have perfect, like I feel like that's where it's really at. Gotcha. Pushing oh, that, that versus pu- pushing for, uh, pushing that versus pushing the yeah. competitions. Yeah. Yeah. If you wish and hope for sponsorships, it's it's a tough game. And even at that, like I'm sure you guys listen to Gary V. Yeah. He's always talking about how like you you can't you can't just hope sit back and hope I hope my phone rings and yeah. sponsorship. He's all talking about like how you got to you got to hit all of them up right. to see yeah. if, they, if they to see if you can get a sponsorship. Right, message you know a thousand people and maybe two people get back to you. Type mm-hmm. of deal. Yeah. So uh, who are the people that you look up to in the bodybuilding game then? Mm-hmm. In the bodybuilding world itself, um, you know I'm. <sighs> If you asked me that, I think that would change. That probably changes year by year. Because yeah. if you asked me maybe a couple, maybe two, three years ago, and I was really just passionate, and I was like, it was right before I got my pro card, and I was kind of digging. Yeah. And it was like my first prep where I really took everything, like 20 weeks serious, like no slips. like Super I'm, hungry. Exactly. like, And I was watching like bodybuilding motivation videos every day, just trying to really get into it. Um, 
I would say probably, you know, I'd have my favorites like Flex Wheeler, um, old uh, older bodybuilders like uh, Ronnie Coleman, mm-hmm. Sean Ray, you know, uh, even even before then, Lee Haney. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, now I'm, I'm getting in more to like the knowledge side of things on science-based training and uh, nutrition and all that. So I respect people who are putting more information out into the world. Right. Like uh, I've been I've been huge on watching them. I'm not sure if you guys know Coach Eugene Teo. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's really he's really super fundamental and on how like the body works and how you're supposed to yeah. how you're supposed to actually use your your feet and your hands and like how you're supposed to breathe and how you're supposed to have your posture set and certain so things like that and uh, like another one John Meadows just people who are super knowledgeable and giving back that information I, I kind of look up to those type of people nowadays yeah th- those are the same types of like power lifters that I look look up to as well are like the people that are more knowledge based and science based and put out as much information as they right. possibly can. There it's, you it's go. The same 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 idea, different sports. Some something some somebody you can learn from because yeah, exactly. like I said, it used to be like, oh man, I want to look like him, and then I got to the point to where it was like, I don't want to look like anybody else. Like I want to look like the best version of me. Right. And so now the next best thing outside of that is like, damn, I want to be as knowledgeable as him. Right. So oh, interesting. That's cool. Somebody I can learn from is somebody I would look up to at this point. Yeah. So what's with like you're in a natural um I'm not sure I'm natural not bodybuilding natural, yep. natural bodybuilding federation or league however you want to look at <laughs> it. Got you like does it I guess uh discourage you when there's so many people I mean especially with everybody on Instagram some of them sometimes are fucking you know their photos are fake or they're you know this or they're does it discourage you that there is like that I don't know is it necessarily like like easier route or not really because everybody in that league is is it's on the same. It's on the same field. same stuff. So, I mean, what's your? Do you, will you ever take you know steroids or anything like that? Or I'm gonna, so I'll, I'll say that right now. I'll, I'll never will. I never will. Um, I've even I've I've gotten older men who were on prescribed testosterone off of it just by them switching onto my meal plan and my resist or my resistance program and whatnot. Like you know, just them switching up their routine have right. gotten them off surpri- or, uh, oh, wow. enhancements and whatnot. So I and that and that. In that case, I was like, oh, I'm never gonna have to use this. You know, if I can do that for other people, I could do this, and I, I feel pretty good right now. Like, uh, <clears throat> outside of that, as far as getting discouraged, I don't, I don't do any of this for the approval of anybody else. So I feel like if I don't do it for the approval of anybody else, I can't ever get discouraged. There's yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. There's nothing to be discouraged about. Yeah, there's one person I look at, like, and it's The Rock. Okay, and, <laughs> and The Rock's the only person that makes me like maybe want want to take whatever the sh- whatever the heck he's taking at some point, like in the future. <laughs> but, <laughs> you really think The Rock's taking something? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I mean, but sometimes he like okay. I know for a fact on Pain and Gain, the one with him and Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. he was jacked like nobody's business. I don't think like he that was probably him at his peak, if you may. I think forty forty five year old jacked Fast and Furious Rock is. Is on something that one too, that my, one too. My thing is like, or you think I mean, he's just pure science based and he's and his, just mastered his, it? His obviously his diet nutrition is like got to be top tier, of yeah. course. I think more than anything, I think if you think like, look, he's been what before he was a movie star, he was in the WWF before it was WWE, and think about it, what if he's been training since he was younger than me? Yeah. Like, how do you? I mean, you, here's the thing. I'm not saying he's he's probably much bigger than me. He's probably much stronger than me, side by side. But 
I'm a pro bodybuilder, so I'm not gonna be afraid to say this, but looking at it, I feel like I look more aesthetic than him when I hit my poses and whatnot. It's certain when I'm cut yeah. down, ready to sh compete, you know. So when I look at that, I'm like, I hope I would look as swole as he looks and as jacked up when I get to his age. Right. Coming from where I'm at now at 23. Right. Looking at it like, okay, if this dude's what, almost probably 50. Yeah. Yeah. Or in his 40s, probably at least. You know what I'm saying? So that's another so, 20 years. So, so if he's been doing it as long as I have and stayed consistent, why shouldn't he look like that? Right. Okay. So that's, there's that's there's a, a, there's a compound effect with yeah. it too, despite injuries, exactly. despite age, and so. And you gotta you gotta remember pictures pictures do people crazy justice. Yeah. That's true. You know, like he could be putting out his best stuff every day, and he's probably not putting out the shots where he wakes up bloated and he's got a belly, or after he's been pigging out for two months, he probably wouldn't post any content. Just like, yeah. just like throughout my offseason, I'm hoodied up and sweatsuit up, right. lifting heavy. I'm not posting abs and thighs. Like, yeah, right, right. right. Out, you know? <laughs> right. But I still go through those seasons. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. All right, let's switch gear, and let's talk about uh, your training business. So okay. how long have you been personal training? I got my personal training certification, my first one in 2014. So how old were you then? I was I just turned eighteen. It was like my it was actually oh, so that was like your first job. No, my first job was delivering pizza. Nice for nice. Uh, I did that too. Yeah, <laughs> my, I worked for Mark Rich's Pizza. It was under the table. It paid me seven dollars an hour, and then I got to keep tips. Nice. I just did it because I was bored. But yeah, you know, I had nothing. To, I think I worked like two days a week. I worked like a Saturday and a Sunday. Like it might have been like a five hour shift each day. Nothing crazy. Yeah, um, worked at the vitamin shop. I think we just talked about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then got into training, like I said, cert in 2014. I started personal training in 2015. Um, I started working at LVAC, and they put me over at the uh, East Flamingo location. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing because you don't know what wall. that is. But <laughs> if you know, you know. There, you're not – basically, as a trainer coming into the game, you're not going to get any clients at this gym. There's no. no type of outreach or you're seeing the same – however many people every day, yeah. which at the time wasn't good for what I had going on because I didn't have any type of outreach outside of the people I was meeting every day. Flamingo Sandhill? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about there. <laughs> um, I started over there, and I didn't, I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't have any type of idea of where I wanted to go perfect at all at the time to mm -hmm. be, keep it 100% real. I had perfect, and I think we incorporated – like two months after that, like just for the hell of it, like we're just gonna go start a company and like start doing this now, you know, mm -hmm. and it'll the road will clear out later on. Um, and I was just more of hustling. I had it was kind of like I had perfect, but I was hustling like Jordan Ramirez training. Like I'm just trying to train sessions and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think two years or maybe three years, three and a half years worth of that leading into 2009 fall summer was a waste of time trying to not not a waste of time but trying to just build up your clients and trying to oh, one session one session here do deals blah 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 trying yeah. to keep him trying having to deal with people that piss you off and you don't want to train them and, right. but they're paid you so you have to train them and yeah. you got to deal with that because you got to see them every day and then like people who you know don't want to listen to you and they are people who there are people who I feel like they feel like you need the money type yeah. deals or they hold that over your head and mm. you know um, and it's I didn't frustrating yeah. yeah and it's a I, I think as a especially being 19 through 22 years old that was just tough for me because I was like man everyone is, all, is always I'm always trying to train somebody older than me and that automatically gives them this idea that like they might they might know more than you and they, they exactly and they that, not only that but they're you. like you know what 
you try to hit them with the, your pricing, and they're like, no, no, I'll pay you this. And you're like, wait, hang on, what? That's like, ain't a negotiation. No, right, not <laughs> the deal. Like, and yeah. just, there's no respect there. And um, that might lead into your next question, I remember. Yeah, so uh, what was your biggest challenge uh, transitioning from LVAC to private personal training? So there, the biggest challenge, I guess, was getting over that hump that I was getting clients from LVAC, which... I'd say from, what was it? It was, uh, I'd say about six months, summer 2017 into March 2018 when I left. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the just private out of LVAC where I didn't work blue shirt because before yeah. that I always worked the blue shirt for the free rent. Right. Um, and then I dropped it to one day and then dropped it to two days and then one day and then eventually all the way through. Yeah. Um, but it was more of like, I was looking at it as like, oh, cool, I'm switching over to Lift Factor. I'm about to save $400 in rent. Right. So that was cool. Um, like I said, I tried. To, I had to get over that fear of, oh, I'm not going to pick up that walking clientele, which I felt like I looked back at it and I was like, you know what? In reality, I feel like I have one client right now who like picked up my card out of LVAC and right. called me. Yeah. Or what? And I have like one client right now who like walked up to me and was like, hey, like outside of that, everyone's like social media based. So yeah. I was like, let's just run it over here. I was like, I can get better content, cooler content, like get more personal my my first my first also my first desire of going to lift factor was like i really wanted to get like an idea of like what it's like to be a gym owner and like run a gym and i, I was like i was like it's perfect opportunity yeah, they're, they're a pretty fresh gym right yeah and they're they're in there i know i know all three owners they're in there all the time they're cool they're you know keep it low key mm-hmm. and they're really nice they're really knowledgeable they help the ground out. up so you definitely learn from there yeah and they're, they're they've really support they're really supportive as well so that was the, so it really almost I, I it was like it was more of like you know when, like, you're scared of something that's not really there? Yeah. That's what it was, like, for leaving LBAC. It was, like, being scared of something that wasn't really existing. And then I went, and I was like, oh, okay, the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. For real, like. Like, every time you jumped, I remember you telling me when it was going on, every time you jumped from three days, from two days to one day, that you kind of just, you realized that you you weren't really afraid of anything. You kind of just made it happen every time anyway. You just had to do it. Yeah. You just had to try it. Because I... I can, I can, that's what's funny now is I can really sit back and remember a time where I was like, man, there's no way I could like afford to pay rent. Right. Like, I got to work these shifts. Like, you know, so, yeah. so to go from that to now I'm at like a ducked off gym where the only way you could come train with me is if really, if you see me online or go to my site and hit yeah. me up now. So that's, I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's progress, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Well, good shit for taking that leap. You know, I don't know why we create so many so many obstacles in our head that just really ain't there and then and i don't know what it is it's like something like these major companies or corporations same with the bank that we were at just make you feel like there's nothing better out there right yeah. i don't know why and yeah. then as soon as you take the leap you're just like dude if i would have done this like you know yeah. <laughs> like three years ago like i would have been so much better off or further along but right. they need you and that's how they trick people too they trick people into thinking they uh they need that security so they're like oh that's why we're gonna offer you insurance and this and that yeah. and this and that yeah. and oh hey there's this but really you're like you know, there's got to be more out there and but they're not they're not telling you they're not like straight up telling you like oh there's nothing better out there they're just tricking you into like oh this is comfortable yeah yeah this they're getting you comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. yeah where do you get your drive from or i mean do you come from a good family do you come from a, a poor family like like um i wouldn't i, I would great. never say poor because you know what man like there are people who are poor Mm-hmm. You know, so I can never use the word poor. Um, I would never use the word rich. I'd say that 
is when I was growing up as a kid, I could have thought my dad was rich just because of how happy he was and how like awesome he was to raise me as a father. So like I felt rich. You feel me as a kid? Mm-hmm. Like I felt like it was rich because no matter what, he made it seem like. Now that I'm older, I realize that's not the case. Right. But like mm-hmm. you know, at the time, like it felt that way. His attitude um, was always just a yeah. one. Yeah. Shout out my to dad. Willie Ramirez. Happy birthday! Yo, it, shout out to pops. Uh, his birthday, big five zero today. But oh, um. <laughs> We're going to go celebrate some more tonight. We were celebrating last night. Nice. But no, I'd say a lot of my drive comes from him, and a, a lot of it comes from wanting to give back to him, mm-hmm. my dad, for what he what he did. And, like, just, like, you know, he's he kind of raised me as, like, a single father in a way. Oh, um, right. I, I Like, I still have my mother in my life and whatnot, but I was just mainly raised by my father. And I'd say that my hustle and my drive comes from, like I said, wanting to give back to him. Like, I don't want... I, like I really like tell myself like I don't I want pops posted like I don't want him working I don't want him like yeah on a beach house somewhere kicking it. That's a really opposite uh, position to be in to a lot of like kids growing up these days. Most kids grow up from single mothers. You right, right. grew up being raised mostly by a single father. Do yeah. You, do you feel like you got raised any differently because of that? Um, raised differently. I mean, I think that he had to probably do a really good job at having both of those mother and father type of being parental in both roles. of those roles yeah um but i think it was really cool because i was able to i feel like i was able to almost come into my own at a very early age to where i feel like a lot of kids growing up nowadays are fake around their parents yeah until a certain age and like maybe once they come back from college type of deal they finally open up to their parents about right. who they really are yeah. and like you know they're just they don't care anymore <laughs> um to where i felt like by the time I was in middle school type of deal, like, I was very open with my father, like, you know, and it was like, it was, we, you know, we had that bond and that relationship to where it was like my, my friend, it was like the big homie. Yeah. So there was no, like... Any siblings? Uh, I, so I have, do have five younger brothers Definitely. on my mother's side, though. Oh, okay. So, and they, uh, my mom lives in New York, She and she has my three youngest brothers out there with my stepdad, and uh, that's, that's another part of my drive there that's, the, you know, is wanting to give back to them, like, because, I mean, she... She you know she works like part time at Target like she you know she just yeah. she she used to, she's not used to working she she worked a long time ago but not since she's had my little brothers my stepdad's an electrician so you know he works his ass off he hustles like overtime 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 to make things work and they've been bouncing around houses for years now so one it just really I think everything just comes back to wanting to give back to family you can relate to that can't you Nick absolutely most definitely man yeah I don't know but also I think sometimes like it's just in our, some some people's DNAs too. Yeah. You know, I, I don't understand, like, because I'm not the same as all my siblings, you know, and so some people are just wired differently. I don't know what it, I don't know what it comes from, but. It's like that saying, they're like, you can't make a star, a star is born. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, I can't explain it, you know, I don't know why I think differently or why I'm, like, so anxious to do a bunch of big things in life. Mm-hmm. Um but that I'm is happy. <laughs> that is interesting, though, that you are a lot different than your siblings when it comes to, like, that drive. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. Um, I think I think Gary Vee says that it's just, I mean, some people are just wired a little bit differently. Um, yeah. Because you could be in the same exact situation. Like, there's, right. like, that story where it's, like, where it's, like, you know, two people are born with nothing. And then one goes on to be super madly successful and one goes on to be a bum. He's on the streets and they ask him like, you know, why are you successful? He's like, well, I came from nothing. And then, and then you ask the brother or the other guy, why are you, why are you broken on these streets? Well, I came from nothing, you know? And so it's just like, you know, it's like one of those, you know, things. I mean, you know, and uh, 
that's why that's also why like when i when i talk to people nowadays i make sure i try to no matter who it is whether i know them or not i try to like leave them on some type of like mental game or like some mental note that they can sit on and think about because i feel like sometimes some people just need that flip of the switch like to realize something and a lot of people aren't the people don't keep it real so or they're just you know they're just going throughout their bs day to day by day ways hey how are you and right. they never they never leave one of them little side mental notes that someone can really sit and think on and be like oh hmm. flip of the switch boom 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 you know what maybe i gotta get you know, maybe i should do this like yeah. like I sometimes people just need that one person to tell them it's it doesn't have to be that way you can be different you can be better that one type of that one type of person to where like they recognize them and they're like yeah you know hey you're good at that you should you should you should you should pursue that like yeah. you're you know like pursue that um, but yeah so once you get that flip of the switch I think I don't know I remember I remember just one I, I I've always like you know I've also always been like attracted to finer things and like yeah, I think everybody is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whether they say they are or not. Like you can be yeah. smart about it or not, but like everyone's attracted yeah. to some type of finer thing, so I think that's right. got some type <laughs> of drive. <laughs> right. Everybody's gonna stop by to look at the Lamborghini that passes by them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> whether man, you like Lamborghinis cool. or he not, also probably for you could be like, oh, that's arrogant. Uh. Right. Then, you're still, you're <laughs> still gonna look. You yeah, know, exactly. I would. Exactly. <laughs> still grabs your attention no matter what. Right. That's a. That'd be a great way to look at haters and people who support you too. True. No matter what, yeah. always, all people are always gonna look at the Lamborghini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even people that don't really support you are are still watching your stories. You know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah. or like following you on Instagram, yeah, or you know. That. So <laughs> it reminds me of like the the Howard Stern movie where he was talking about the people that listened to like the Howard Stern in the old days the most weren't the people that loved Howard Stern the most. It was the people that hated him the most. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I mean, early, I, like his early days. Yeah, you know? like in the in the movie, they talk about. Like, the average viewer who loves Howard Stern listens to Howard Stern's show for 30 minutes a day. The average person who hates Howard Stern listens to his show for three hours a day. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just like Mayweather. It's just it like sense. Mayweather. Yeah. People are ordering the Mayweather fight to see him lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, nobody wants to see him win. They're That's like, the Same stuff. It's mm. true, though. Yep. So, uh, nowadays, what's your biggest challenge with, with your personal training business? Um... I'd say, oh man, I don't look at it as a challenge really. I'd say that I, I maybe okay, we can make this. I'm gonna make it like a positive challenge. I don't want it because I feel like the word challenge sometimes. Opportunity. People, yeah, there you go. I feel what like are your opportunities. At, What's your biggest opportunity? People look at the. I just want to break it, break in on that though. Like people look at the word challenge as like a negative type of it's like oh it's not a challenge. No, I look at that as challenges like it's positive. So like yeah. certain challenges right now is. I'm trying to create as much new content as possible, like, and keep my content updated. And uh, no matter what, what I've been doing ever since I went that switch to that online route and uh, mm-hmm. private and whatnot is just focused on constantly updating. Whether that's changing up the site, um, making literally just updating something on how I send out my training regimens to make them look prettier, yeah. like to make my nutrition programs look more attractive when right. they get when they when they open them up on their phones. Yeah, you know, uh, to make it a little bit. To make something that maybe is a little bit easier for me to communicate with them, um, to make something a little bit more personal, like just constantly updating is constantly my current improving. challenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's how you keep a successful business nowadays because things are changing so quick. Mm-hmm. So you got to like somehow stay updated, stay up to date, and like if you you don't want to miss it, you know. Mm-hmm. Next right. thing you know, you look back, you're like, oh man, it's already up here, and I'm still. Right. If you're doing the same thing you were doing a year ago, you're not doing the right things. Exactly. Yeah. I heard a quote the other day. I loved it, man. It was uh focus on the details not the competition 
oh, so fire to me. That's true. It's like, it's so fire, man. Just That's focused, true. And you're focused on the details of, of your business. Yeah, just the that. little things. Like, you know, like, I mean, whether, like, I mean, yeah, I could sit here and go, like, full Eric Thomas mode and be like, yeah, I wake up at four and I hustle my butt off till midnight and then do it again. But it's not true. Like, I wake up, I smoke a bleasy, I call Kim, <laughs> we BS for an hour on the phone, first thing in the morning, he's in bed, like, half asleep, you know, just chopping up, call my mom, call my grandma, you know, call the fam, knock out my morning emails to my clients, and then, like... I might, you know, like I might get, I got, okay, let me update this on the site today. You know, I got to get the, I, I know I got to get these posts up, get these posts up. Cool. Let me edit some content for me. Boom, boom, boom. Like, it's just, what can I accomplish today? I'm not mm-hmm. even trying to force it anymore. Mm-hmm, I feel yeah. like forcing it is what puts like, make it like, oh man, I hate doing this. But like, if you don't force it and you're like, just see what you can accomplish and also enjoy your life on the side of that. Like if, you know, my, uh, my homie, big homie or something, he's like, Hey, let's go grab a coffee or something. Link up. Cool. I'm not going to be like, oh no, I can't. I got to stay locked in on the computer. Like. I still live life and I still, you know, I make it to the gym probably four hours out of the day for myself just to work out. Uh, Working on an album right now. Like, who thought I'd have been doing music? I'm going to the studio in the middle of the night. Yeah. You didn't even know that. But, that's that's your, like, new uh, passion, huh? That's that's an old passion. It's just finally, I'm finally, like, letting the public see. Okay. That's been around, too. But um, that's that's besides the point. I'm just just saying, like, you know, I feel like. You got to dip into that now, man. I'm so curious, man. You got to dip. You work on an album? I'm working on an album. Okay. Uh, it's gonna. So I put out like, I've been I've been working on music since I was a kid, man. Like it's just always been a passion of mine. I'm always what kind of music? Like, I, I, don't, I don't. I wouldn't put a genre on it because I mean I'll sing sometimes. I'll drop something that makes me like you may, might think I'm a full on rapper. Like you think like mm-hmm. I drop something that's just like I can make beats. Like I've always just I've always been some interested. Some, yeah, interested and musically inclined to where. I played the piano and I played the trumpet in middle school. That's cool. uh, my great uncle is crazy famous singer his name paul Inka. i'm not sure if you guys know yeah, or i've heard, heard that uh, name before older 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 listeners will probably know who he is um i've just always i've always been into it and i've never i'd say ever since i started the fitness grind i always had this like that same thing of being scared of nothing i had this boundary saying like i can't do this because i have to be fitness like if i'm not fitness they <clears throat> won't accept me type of deal to where i'm at the point now to where i'm like you know what yeah. people there are going to be people who go buy my fitness program just because they like this one song exactly. type of deal. Now, you I remember know? one of Mark Bell's things was if, if the most interesting thing about you is your lifts, then you're not an interesting person. Mm. There you go. That's a good That's a good point. Yeah, um, so you're going to drop an album. So so we put out, like I said, we put out a couple songs and I have more to put out like just on SoundCloud or whatever, but I, I'm, I'm a businessman, man, so I'm going to take it like super serious and I've been working with a producer and he's got a studio and everything and um, we're gonna like he's got the whole little record deal through Spotify and iTunes to where we can actually like drop an album under there and make sure like we can get paid off views or whatever it listens or yeah, however that exactly. works. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be probably about thirteen or fourteen tracks. That's dope. Um, I probably I have about <laughs> half of it done already. There's still there's and then there's about the other I'd say a quarter of it's written, not recorded, and then a quarter of it I'm still just working on. But it's a uh, it's super real. And if you listen to what I'm talking about, I'm actually talking about stuff. I'm not I'm not up here like one of these the mumble rapper. New age. Yeah. <laughs> not a, definitely not a mumble rapper. I'm not talking about no. You know, like I'll talk about smoking sometimes, but like it's more. It's honestly, it's you'd love it because it's about barbells. Okay. briefcases yeah. grind you know hustle money real stuff yeah. real stuff like going through it like I, I i mentioned my family in it i mentioned cam in it like you know i keep i keep it 100 percent real so i'm just so, trying to i'm trying to just push every little thing about me and not yeah not keep yeah. it completely real because i feel like eventually that's gonna it's gonna play out well and honestly <laughs> i don't think there's any type of branded 
rapper bodybuilder out there right now. Right, so there you go. I, I can so take either. that. I'm gonna take it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, that's how um, um, Mark Wahlberg kind of got started a little bit, right? John Cena in wrestling, right? Yeah. You Can know you what I'm saying? It's entertainment. It's yeah, yeah. It's entertainment, and if you're not entertaining. Yeah, and it's another avenue of people that you could bring into all the other brands that you have as well. That's what I'm looking at it as, and outside of that, it's it's like I feel like our world is drifting to a place where I feel like eventually, you know how MySpace used to be, and it was like a music sharing platform. I think we might be on our way back to that. Like, there's more and more people making music. I think eventually it's going to be to the point to where like, hey, here's my Instagram, here's my site, here here's my music. Like, yeah. and it's just it's more of just like, it's like you don't post music. Like, hey, did you put up any content on SoundCloud this week? It's mm. like people. I feel like people can look at it as content because it's just it's another like you just said. It's another avenue of people of people to yeah. get to you. Yeah, you know? exactly. Cool. I just think about the the days where, like where like I, I had some homies that were all you know rappers or whatever, and <laughs> and then I would just try to freestyle with them, and, and nothing but trash would come out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like nothing but garbage. Like <laughs> I don't know if you guys wanted all that. We could debut a track. <laughs> show you one look there, there there's so there is there was like one time i could think of the one time where it's just like i was flowing like i was flowing and i knew because they were i got reactions out of them all you know what i'm saying they were like ah like you know See, they all got hyped this all was in the zone now that being said if your lyrics i'd say are not up to par to where people probably wouldn't want to look i think if, you're, if people are going to skip through your album you shouldn't post it that's yeah, my true. that's my that's, that's, that's one yeah. thing I'm trying to stick to while making this. <laughs> there you go. And so keeping keeping it up to date and checking with the producer and as long as you know he's he he, he seems to think that it'll do well. So nice. Well, that's pretty, exciting. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, the cool thing is I'm I'm gonna keep it in my like type of lane. So mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do is I'm getting tons of content right now, um, and I'm gonna get content into the show and in, in Miami, and I'm gonna kind of do like an hour type of movie slash vlog type of deal. I'm going to post it on my site. Series. Yeah, like a little documentary of, of the whole prep. Yeah. Uh, but the album's going to be called Prep Time. Oh, nice. And we're going to shoot, shoot at the Lift Factory like, yeah. with some headphones and everything there in the go. gym with the mic and like in my thing. And then I'm going to put it out and it's going to be, um, before I release it, I'm going to kind of debut the album throughout the, the documentary, the vlog yeah. that I post up on the site. And then after that, I'll release it on the iTunes and uh, yeah. Spotify. Yeah, and I just look forward to the day where I hear one of your tracks like, you know, not that I ever go to like a club or anything these days, but if I'm ever at a club and I hear that shit, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ape shit. Like, <laughs> that's what's really fun about this, because I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm like a, that's who I am. I'm a creator, right? So when I'm looking at it, is I'm like, I'm really trying. I'm looking at each individual track, like I'm like, this one's cool because this is gonna motivate people. I'm like, this one's cool. This one's gonna get like people in their feelings, and like this one's cool because people are gonna. This this is gonna be the one that's in the club where the club banger. all the girls start dancing to it, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh. Song, you know, and yeah. uh, this this track make you just want to knock your head in the car, and like this track is something you just want to you want to smoke one too, yeah. and like that's the song that you hustle to. That's yeah, exactly, that's to. that's what's yeah. fun about it is like you can you you kind of set the vibe and like you pick the beat, and then you can you it's up you know. I think it's cool. The words can, are your words. You can so. plug it all into your content too. Like exactly, that could be the music yeah. in your content. I think that'd be the I think that'd be the coolest part. That's and that's how I'm looking at it too. So now I don't have to worry about any of that issue. So yeah. I've already yeah. started. I don't know if you noticed the last couple. These last couple weeks, I've been posting a couple stuff. I put yeah. some stuff on SoundCloud. But yeah, exactly. Ever since I put it on SoundCloud, the stuff that I've dropped, I've been using those in the background of the videos I've been That's posting. Perfect cross promotion, all day. <laughs> Did you talk about um, talk about the? No, we haven't even gotten there yet. Okay, <laughs> we got a long. We got a whole bunch of questions left to go. All right, uh, I'm gonna save the camera because it's getting low. Right. It's all good. Bet. We'll keep it keep it rolling. Uh, the one last personal training question I wanted to ask was is that on social media you've been very vocal about uh, not being afraid to charge for premium premium mm-hmm. prices. Uh, 
talk about why that is and why you think sometimes trainers might be shortchanging themselves. Um, I could go into two things about that. So I think if you don't deserve to charge what a premium type of price um, or higher or more than other trainers, right. then you shouldn't. You know, don't. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. I think that know your value. if you're teaching a certain – yeah. You know, because I – no disrespect to anybody. There are trainers out here who will give you a great workout. You will burn calories. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be set to – whatever your, you said your goal was, one, there's not going to be so many things included, maybe include like an actual mesocycle or a fucking ma- – sorry, I don't know if we're cussing on here. Yeah. Uh, okay. macro, go, macro cycle. Go ape, go ape shit. Okay, bet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the last one, I had to like keep it cool, so I was like – I was like kept stopping myself. But uh, like, you know, when I, when I get a client, like I send them out waivers on waivers on questionnaires, and I right. break – I actually uh, – the first thing I do is I write out their program before mm-hmm. actually training them yeah so that's huge to me yeah. is like knowing where we're going yeah. as a client and a trainer like hey okay i have i have your your lane and yeah. your route to get where you want to go like yeah. we follow this now exactly. and i'm going to teach you along the way um i'm really huge on form and making sure things are done properly so people don't get hurt making sure that they warm up properly and cool down properly and that's you know that can go into a whole different story there right uh i think i think the brand itself, the meaning the apparel and the seasonings, and then just being a part of Perfect also gives it more value. Um, so to any trainers who want to maybe up their rates or just you – ca- you can. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah, like that, that, was, that was, that's good. You go to uh, Nipsey Hustle's Proud to Pay. Yeah. But you got to think of what Nipsey Hustle was giving people. He wasn't giving people no mumble rap and – some BS lyrics. He was motivating. He was giving people real. He was giving people something different. So when they paid that $100 to buy that album, and that hard copy album, they felt proud. Same thing when people pay maybe $30 for this online workout guide from this person over here. But, you know, it's not it's not the same as when they, they're paying $400 for a, a 12-week personalized custom-built macro or uh, mesocycle to your goals like hey i want to get here in this time i'm like cool we'll build this then based off where you're at now mm-hmm. you know uh and i think i think like i said you just got to give to the people you know and i feel like if you give to the people you make them feel like they're a part of a team you make them feel like they're a part of something um and you you can make it you can make it what it's worth you know yeah 100 percent. you're paying for the person you're paying for the experience you know yeah you're paying for his our knowledge um, on top of that, I mean, credentials play a part. Like, uh, so and on top of personal training, I've gotten whatever they have, like their little tiers through ISSA. That I had like the get my second tier and the third tier, so I got those. And then I got my uh, specialty specialty in sports nutrition, uh, specialty in exercise therapy. So all of that knowledge combined, and then the pro card. I think that's just you know just credentials too. It's like it's like it's like going to school, getting a degree. Like the credentials add up, the price goes up. That's a good way to look at it. You know. Yeah. And then uh, you talked about Perfect Apparel and Perfect Season and all that. Let's transition into okay. talking about that. How did you get started with that? How did that uh, come about? Uh, so, like I said, it was always into fitness since since high school. But Perfect kind of just – we didn't know what it was at first. And I, it was something that I just – like me and Pops were sitting on it. And we were just like – I was like, man, what do I want to do with this, man? He would always, like, have some ideas here and there. And it was just perfect. It was Perfect Lifestyle at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember – if you've heard of it. It probably wasn't even known or anything. But it was Perfect Lifestyle. And 
I just wanted a brand. So I was like, cool, let's do it. Let's we could make a shirt. <laughs> and it's kind of the same reason me and Nick started Barbell. <laughs> like, I don't know what the yeah. hell we're going to do, but let's, let's go make a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, so we started there. The first t-shirt was the hardest t-shirt. The OGT? Yep, that's the perfect lifestyle t-shirt. But um, we made that shirt, and then uh, we had uh, we had ran into an old friend at the gym at LVAC, I'd say maybe in 2015. And he was talking about his seasoning manufacturer. And he was talking about how, like, I could sell it to clients and, like, you know, like I could push that low because all of his seasonings were low sodium and no MSG. And I was, you know, it kind of just clicked, like, well, let's just brand it as perfect and, like, keep it all the same. Um, and then from there, I think that, like I said, with everything else, everything just improved. Like, the bottles, the old bottles we used to have looked nothing like how the new bottles look. Um, mm-hmm. I should have brought some props so I could have them all <laughs> set up. But uh, you can see them. We'll tag. We probably tag the perfect. It's perfect seasonings, P-E-R-F-I-C-T, uh, perfect apparel, perfect training on Instagram. But um, we just kept updating. Like, I got on a shirt now. You know, right. just trying to keep stay relevant. Like, right now, going for yeah. more of that sleeker fit. I think this next drop I'm going to do, I'm trying to get some of those, like, longer fits. Yeah. You know? And, like, maybe I saw this, some joggers. Some the, I saw the joggers. The joggers look dope. Did you see the uh, the sweatsuit? Yeah, the one with the, the, the logo on the side? Yeah. Yeah, that looks really clean. So we'll probably actually drop those with a few different colors. Maybe this, like, September, this nice. fall. Um, we're going to – I know it's going to be super hot, but I was going to kind of – debut that at the show this summer oh nice, nice. Uh, in june to do uh, from like my check-ins you know yeah you know, like uh, how the olympia guys show up with their their suit on i'm gonna show up with that one on and i'm have the whole team in it too there you go so that'll be dope but uh yeah i think just it, over time it just kind of grew into what it is now and now it's like i said it's it's like i mean you you can go join you can go get a membership at lvac and you don't even get all of this out of that you don't get what what i'm giving people you don't get i mean whether it's seasonings apparel or personalized coaching yeah you know what i'm saying like I, I like to make people feel like they're a part of a family and they're getting something so my goal is, is to one day open a gym and i, I feel like if i have all this to back it it's going to be a lot smoother i like how it's all a funnel and they're all in the same you know field like the seasonings for the prep and then right. the clothes for the gym yep so i love that it's cool yeah it's all a funnel what um uh i i, I never tried your seasoning i'm gonna have to um but i've tried flavor god Mm. What what difference is ten out of ten people say that perfect seasonings kicks the shit out of flavor god? Okay, boom, you heard it first. <laughs> you know that, that, that was my question. That was my, be that my good question. What we should just put, that should be my promo. Ten out of ten people. Hmm. <laughs> That's all you gotta say. Uh, whenever they smell it. Well, because we used to. So what we used to do when they. But I feel like with his, you gotta put like a lot of it on there, and so even though the tubs, exactly. the tubs are pretty large. You're, you're, you're dumping a lot of it. I've know, heard, I've never tried it myself just because I've been pushing the seasonings for so long, but they actually, uh, what's funny is that they came out like around the same time that I made my first ever bottles and blends. Obviously, he just, uh, he was working with the dude from Shreds. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, just, that, he just like, knew how to. put him on a whole different platform yeah. immediately, right. um, which was, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hater or anything. I just, <clears> I know the product itself. Like, I'm not hating on him, just the product itself. Uh, so what we used to do when I had my first, not even the bottles we have now, the bottles now look dope. Uh, I'll actually show you here on the site so you can see how our bottles look now oh yeah that looks professional yeah <laughs> um but outside of that they used to they used to kind of just look like they're just glass and they just had the name on them of what flavor they were <laughs> and like they had a logo at the top and that yeah. was it like it told you what it was in the back but it was simple people loved them um and we used to sit there at the vitamin shop when i still worked there before i even like made the switch and we would sample, or I, I was kind of working both. I was doing both hustles, LVAC and uh, Vitamin Shop. But we would sample 
the perfect seasonings on some chicken and we put flavor god side by side and people would always you blind taste test yeah we oh, would nice. people like you hey, did the, the coca-cola and pepsi test huh which one do you like better and people would always choose perfect seasonings over like we oh, put cool. our lemon versus their lemon we put our herb versus their herb and we nice. put our pizza against their pizza real cool man That's love awesome. that That's so cool. as soon as i seen that i was like man is i just gotta got something here well, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like it's like i'm like i got a long-term goal and you know I, it's gonna take funding and the proper tlc right and We'll get there yeah so how do you find yourself juggling the all the different businesses that you have with the seasonings the apparel the training i don't i don't at all and that's why like i, I just when you just heard me say long term so like apparel to me like i'm not an apparel company i'm not my, my mate like i will never we've said the same thing go into that. go into debt or like try to make a huge move out of my company to try to push apparel and advertise it and go that's for my clients the seasonings as of right now merch for my clients like we it's it does its own thing on social media like we got the we got the daily post going with the little recipes and whatnot but that'll pick up my main focus right now is getting the coaching because i do uh, do contract option coaching now to where people either sign up six or 12 month contracts um and my my goal is to get that up to a point to where that's bringing in plenty of revenue to where i can be like all right cool let me focus on seasonings now mm-hmm. and then i'll focus on seasoning so i'm kind of doing more of like one step at a time cool yeah so that way you can put all your focus and all your your eggs in as one basket or as in that one basket as much as possible exactly because think about it. i left what is it what's it today may so um a, a month and a year ago i left lvac and i had no online coaching i had no perfect training page i had None of that. Mm-hmm. So just in that year's worth of focus, 13 months, I was able to take it to this online coaching and what it's doing now. So like I said, I just want to keep developing this part of it. And then once it's kind of like solidified to where it's, it is what it is, then I can be like, all right, cool. Let's work on seasonings now. And then it's going to be like focusing more on seasoning videos and recipe videos and really pushing those and getting them into stores, restaurants, cafes, whatever we got to do. Mm-hmm. And then from there, maybe maybe go into the apparel. Like I said, I think apparel is just always cool for merch and for people to represent. Of course, right. I don't think, I'm not trying to, I mean, in reality, like, I'm not trying to compete with Gymshark or Nike or, you yeah. know, it's just, it's not what I'm trying to do. Like, Dude, you're speaking our language, man. We've yeah. said the same exact thing with <laughs> barbells. We, we, we were we were sick of wearing other people's exactly. clothes. It's, it's like we wanted to wear it. something that represented us. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I'm, you're speaking our language, literally. Like you just for anybody that wants to know, you know, <laughs> like how, how barbells got started. Like. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. So I'm glad you guys understand. Like some people are like, well, you should. Like people would tell me too. They'd be like, oh man, you got to drop. You got to drop colder shirts than that and i'm like what's wrong with the shirt it says the logo it's got my trademark on the back i was like cool it seems fine with me it's comfortable people love the feeling of it in the yeah, gym exactly. girls wear it like yeah i was like I, shoot i got a great deal with a plug overseas and it cost me five dollars a shirt like i don't see the issue <laughs> like yeah nice i was like well, I'm, you're not, built, I'm, not a, I'm not a fashion designer right you know? and you're building your you're building your uh it's all funnel i mean but you're building your your main thing which is you know which is results, which is results, right? Like, like you want to help people change their life versus, you know, have the coolest merch and stuff like that. And so in, in term, like I said, like my, my goal is to eventually open a gym and offer everything I do now, but just through the, through the gym. And I want my gym to be very modern. I want it to be very nice looking. Where are you going to open your first gym? Probably here. Here in Vegas? I think, I think I'd start here. um, And then it would, I want it to be one of those cool places that maybe there's like, couple lo- locations out in LA, a couple locations in New York, a couple locations in Miami type. What would you call it? Cities. It's still going to be per- all based on perfect. Okay. Um, and it's still 
going to be innovative to where everything's based on programming and nutrition and the right way to do things. Um, and I just really want that modern and upscale feel to it. Kind of like a, I think, I, I don't know if I just said this, but kind of like the, like how you, I don't know if you guys ever like true fusion. Oh yeah. I, I got, I, yeah, I got a membership there. So you know how you get that feel when you go in there, like you go to any yoga place, but when you go there, it feels like, you know, like you're Oh, downtown Sarmalin. It's nice. Yeah, yeah right? downtown Sarmalin, you feel the vibes, man. That would be an awesome, you see, know? that would be an awesome location for the gym too. Man, but that rent though. <laughs> so, and that's why I was saying I'm like, I'm focusing on one thing at a time. Like, cause I, I mean, you can look at it that way. Or you can look at it as like, I just got to. I got to keep hustling this online coach until I have enough for it to fund the the rent, and then that'll just bring there's, more customers. There's in. baby steps to this stuff too. Like, yeah. would you start a small? Would you start? I mean, I, would you go straight into like a downtown Summerlin, or you would start smaller? Oh build man, up a clientele? I would love that. I would love that because then then there's no going back from there. Mm. Okay, so you're if down. You to, there, you're down to start big. There's there's no going back from there. And and you I, plan I to like, start big then? Yeah, and I got my mentors, and I got like I got people that I look up to, and people I know people with money. If that was the case, it's just. I want to make sure everything's going to mm. run smoothly and perfectly, and I know it's going to take time. So wouldn't it be no starting off on like you know like a, like a thousand square feet, Rainbow and Cheyenne, or you know, I guess I just gave the location to um, whatever, <laughs> but uh, Rainbow and Craig, you know, you wouldn't start there and then work your way up to the. Um, I'd much rather I'd much rather just utilize another gym like I do now, the Lift Factory, which yeah. gives me everything I need. Like I, can, I can use it for content. I can mm. I can make so exercise way. videos in there. I can train people out of there. Keep my overhead as low as three hundred dollars a month, and just stack, 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 stack till I can go big. Gotcha. Swing for I the like fences. That. I like that. That's cool. That's very cool. Um. Then yeah. Then if I lose, I'd rather. You know what's crazy? Um. If I if I do do it big and then lose, then I can always go back and try the little one. Is it true? Rather than and then starting you there, and then you and won't then lose at the little one because exactly. it's just like you still kind of built a, a clientele there. People yeah. got the the perfect experience, you know. And I I think nowadays, man, we're I feel like if you got a business that like at least investors or a bank can look at and be like, I believe in it. Whether you're doing well or not, it's gonna be funded. We're just at that. There's you know you're yeah, at but you're building connections at the same time. Like I don't think you're gonna have any shortage of yeah of people that believe in you and exactly. people that believe in your vision. So. I'm trying to think of something that's Fuck like, a bank. I don't think we even need need a bank. Like, <laughs> it'd be like yeah. it, I'm trying to think of something that doesn't have a store, but if they opened a store, like like Uber. Okay, o- Uber. But you know, that's crazy. I thought of that, but I was gonna. I got even <laughs> better one. That's and it's obviously crazy bigger than perfect, and like doesn't even compare. But Amazon. Yeah, if that Amazon, was the next way I was going to. <laughs> Amazon opened a store. There is no. It's yeah. it's it's gonna It'd be a grocery going store, to Amazon to shop. Store, like, exactly, it's everything. Sporting goods. So I feel like if I can get to the point to where people trust this enough, like it's Amazon on yeah. the computer and online and virtual world. Once it does come to the real world and they see a building, there's no reason why it wouldn't flourish. You know. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to look at right it. There. I like that. So we kind of just alluded to it now, but what what's next in the next year or two for a Perfect Brain? Uh, the biggest thing right now is I have an app in development. Nice. Um, I had to deal with this. I've been uh, when I tell you I've been dealing with this, and I hope he listens to this podcast too. When I tell you I've been dealing with this he, one he thing, better with listen this, to this podcast with this uh, this app owner, this app developer. This dude came from I don't know where the where the fuck he's from, but and he he used the name Perfect, and uh, he re, he he really came out here to Vegas, flew out here to talk to me when in 2015 when I had nothing going for me, like mm-hmm. I just I, but I had the trade I had the, I had the trademark I had perfect trademark perfect seasonings perfect training perfect apparel the word perfect yeah. fit man had nice. all the trademarks so he was like hey look I want to start this app blah 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 and he kind of had already started it yeah. he was using the name perfect spelt it with the capital F I T everything um, and he wanted to do some type of app like 
basically where trainers can sell their programs online. Like, okay. and he just wanted to make, you know, like he the app yeah. would make a percentage. Um, and I was like, for, I told him first thing, I was like, one, it's not gonna work. They already have Fitplan app. They got you beat, and they got all the big investors. Two, if you want to do it, I want fifty percent of the company, and you got to change your perfect to look like my perfect. Mm-hmm. Three, if you don't want to do it, change your name. Or at the time, I think there was one more option I gave him, and because he just wanted the, he wanted the trademark or he wanted like somehow be able to use it, I said you could give me thirty k right now for the trademark, and it's yours. <laughs> 19 year old me yeah and at the time like that was like cool i'll take 30k and start something different like yeah you know um but he didn't want to do it and he kind of just like kind of just blew it off went back home and kept running with it and like two years later i like finally see that this app is about to launch and i'm like this fucking guy kept pushing this shit like we like we discussed everything and so then like we had to get lawyers involved and finally reached out trademark infringement blah 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 so finally all the way later now He's um, changed it to We Strive app, and he's still pushing whatever the fuck he wants to push. It's, I, it's I don't still like it's, a trainer app, or it's all it is. It'd be like, oh, you know what his thing, his offer to me was. He was like, if you let me use this app, I'll let you sell your programs on my app for free. <laughs> I was like, bro, what the? I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm so I could still promote your fucking platform. Like, right. it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to have two perfects in the world. You can't yeah. have two Nikes. Yeah, so, that's the reason why you trademarked it. Exactly. Like, it doesn't – and you're doing the exact same thing I'm doing. You have the FIT capitalized, not fucking cool. Like, yeah. you're obviously what's infringing. The, what's, the, um, what's the concept behind it? Perfect. So, uh, I, I was saying this this one I did the other day. Uh, my favorite story to tell. But when I was a kid growing up, um, I always used this phrase. My dad always used this phrase. Practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice makes perfect mm-hmm. so the word perfect had always been in my mind and that phrase had always been in my mind uh behind the spelling i just wanted to get creative with it i threw the took the e out added the fit capitalized it so it's fit mm-hmm. okay. takes on that fitness world hmm. um, i didn't even neck i didn't even catch that of course you didn't <laughs> <laughs> and then we ran with it <laughs> but um oh back to, to the app so back to that yeah the app the uh so like like i said we're here now and he, ch- he changed this finally now that's been after I got the lawyers involved and everything, uh, they didn't want to go to court or anything like that. So if I can finally do something with my app now, because I wasn't going to have two apps in the App Store named Perfect, and that's like the last step now is still getting his app removed out of the App Store, which Apple's really starting to piss me off, and they're bugging me about it. But uh, that's the last step because he changed everything. He just still has the old app in the App Store, and I know he did that just to leave it there. Yeah. And fuck with me. Like, he's like, oh, I'll just go create another one and leave the old one sitting there. <laughs> Can't download it. It's just there, and oh. it's just sitting there. So, um, but this app is going to be free to the world to use. Uh, my, my app, the perfect app, it's going to be free to the world to use. It's basically going to be an encyclopedia, A to Z, every exercise, um, every stretch, every warm-up, every, every piece of cardio equipment, um, something innovative to where people can be walk around the gym and take a picture of the machine and then it'll pull up my video really quick on how to break it down how to use it nice. different That's ways really you can cool, use man. it um i want it to be free of the world uh there's like so there's gonna be like over like you know 1500 pieces of content in yeah. there like it so started like, out to where i thought there was gonna be more than 250 and then it grew to like 500 and then i had like 
you yeah. know, a thousand. And now it's like, I'm looking at like, I'm probably gonna have like 1500 different pieces of videos to where right. people are able to take a picture of anything or pull up how to deadlift and it's gonna teach them yeah. correct form right on the spot in like a cool little 45 second video. A little big ass gym encyclopedia in your It's in your a whole pocket. personal trainer for yeah, free exactly. right there. Um, outside of that, there'll be in-app purchase to where you can sign up for $2 a month, $1.99 a month. And you'll have access to over a hundred different 12 week, eight week, six weeks, mesocycles, uh, you know, even 12 month long macro cycles and just like almost like a look into a, a look inside like a trainer's brain, like for just a dollar 99 a month on how you can program yourself and how to train. Can you explain? Cause I know there's, I know for a fact there's some listeners that just heard what the, whatever the fuck you just said, mesocycle. I'm macro- speaking to John right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this so, completely so break that shit down real quick because, you know, I guarantee if it went over it, Nick's head, it went over other people's right. head. Okay. Yeah, when I, and I, and I, I work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 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 so people probably go to my site. Hair shrugging too. You know, like, <laughs> Meza what? People probably hit my site and they're like, uh, that, you, you explain a dinosaur real quick? Like, just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got a, uh, when breaking down like a, just a, a training program, you have a microcycle and a mesocycle and a macrocycle. And a macrocycle is that long term look at it. So we can maybe look at it as business, like your 12 month goals, mm-hmm. right? That would be your macro cycle. Your 12-month goals with barbells from here till next year is your macro cycle. Now you're speaking Nick's language. Now Talk your 12 – now your, your three – Talk dirty to me. Say <laughs> anywhere between like your two to three-month, maybe four-month goals would be your mesocycle, okay. right? So that's your goals over the next 12 weeks. And then your micro cycle is your goal over this next seven days. Mm. Okay. okay, so th- that's how that's how it, when I'm and that goes back to like the whole pricing thing. A lot of trainers don't look at that. They they m- m- it's a lot of people out here hustling sessions. Yeah, let me just where let me just give them a good workout today. Twenty five dollars, boom! I got you in for an hour, in and out. All right, I'll see you next Tuesday. Right? All right, cool. Right to where I'm looking at it as like, no, you're investing into something because I'm gonna invest a lot of time into building what you want. Like, and then so I know what they're doing. Like the microcycle, I know what their goal is for the next seven days. Mm-hmm. Even though I only see them two out of those seven days, they know what to do on the other five still. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then, like I said, so people have two two dollars a month of access to a look inside of like a trainer's brain on how I would break down a 12 month power building football regimen like someone for a football player mm-hmm. and then there's going to be other ones for specialized for a baseball player and then there's going to be one that's maybe specialized for an off-season bodybuilder maybe i'll have put a strength program that could work for a power lifter right or just a wrestler who wanted to get stronger and then there's going to be that at home mesocycle like i don't have access to a gym but like i said dollar 99 a month you can have access to all those types of programs um, and then there's going to be one more feature which i can finally take my online coaching to where i'm doing it through email right now and take everything and do it right through the app to where if you still pay those premium prices for one-on-one individual nutrition and coaching, uh, nutrition and training, you can just do it right through the app. So I can talk to the clients through the app, drop their program through the app. They can send their progress pictures through the app and track all their stats through the app. And that would be like a like a like more of like a login type section. Yeah, it's like a little one-stop shop. So, yeah, there's like three tiers to it. Uh, like I said, the cool thing is that the first tier is free. So whether you people can have the $2 or whether they have the premium price for the – more expensive packages like they can at least have the app downloaded on their phone and that's just more free free advertisement i like the setup of that that sounds like you have a good plan and the different tiers and the structures all work out pretty good i when i first when i first created it i don't want to say created it but like um looked at it it's like this is what i want to do I thought it was going to be done by the summer, but I think I'm looking definitely way more long-term than yeah. this. And you're the looking, funding you're for looking, it. You're looking macro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> a, that's how I just started looking at it. I was like, all right, cool. This is going to take uh, a minute. Nick learned a new word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, BC, 
Well, I do have a client coming here today and be like, look, the macro cycle of this car right here. No. <laughs> you need this plant. No. But um, where was that? Yeah, it's definitely going to be a long-term project. And yeah. I don't want to rush it because I, like, I, I can I, – I don't know if you've seen any of the content I put out, but I make most of my videos myself. Mm-hmm. I got my best friend who films it for me, and then I take all the content, and I, I just kind of get down on Adobe Premiere and have fun with it. Uh, for this, I would much rather have a professional videographer put every video together exactly mm-hmm. how I want it. Yeah, make it look perfect. as clean as possible. Um, I'm, I, I've gotten most, most, I say most, because like I said, the number keeps growing of how many videos I want in it, just because I, I don't want, I want, I don't want people to go up to a machine and take a picture and it's not in there. Right. You know, um, LVAC is helping me out with this. Oh, that's right cool. now. So I'm kind of like taking notes throughout their, all their gyms and like yeah. going on to EOSs and just different things online and looking at what they right. need. So there's actually like a recognition where if you take a picture of something, it'll load up like that machine. So you can either go through the, you're going to either be able to go through the library and yeah. search, or you can literally just take a picture of the machine. So if it's a treadmill, yeah. take a picture and it'll pull up a video of how to start the treadmill, quick start, boom, yeah. boom. Because that to me sounds like the most sophisticated part of it is the technology behind, let me take a picture of something. And That's that, definitely the most and, expensive and part. And the recognition between, all right, let's find a matched from that picture to like something in the library. And it, you know what it goes back to though, is it's just connecting the video. So, yeah. which is why I also want the videographer because there's gotta be something clear in that video to, to make connect, it match up yeah, to, to the m- picture that they take. Right. Um, which I'm sure that there's gonna be kinks that probably yeah. have to be worked out, but oh, I think I sure. still think eventually it's gonna be definitely something huge that everybody yeah. needs in their phone, you know? Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that's fucking dope. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the most expensive part there. Uh, as far as everything else goes, it's like more of just adding the pages and then like you know you got to pay per video, and pay per yeah. button type of deal. Um, I've found that it's very cheap if you go to China for this <laughs> instead <laughs> of trying to stay local. Like local, we're looking at like a hundred k for the app. If you go to China, you're looking at like twenty k. Yeah, and a we're, lot we're, less amount of work. We're big fans of. Have you ever heard of Fiverr? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should maybe I should check that out before I. Check check that out too. Uh, Fiverr is a good app for like good cheap like uh, like online labor. Yeah, you'll you'll get like a, a Muhammad over in India. You know, each Muhammad Ijaz. Yeah. To go, you know, <laughs> to work on your like whatever exactly you're trying to. You know, it's cool. You might just work hourly. Like you might not charge a big fee at the top to where like these other companies are like, all right, like we're we're gonna elite, we're at least looking at twenty thousand. You know, to start. Right. But I, I think I think like like I said, it's gonna be a free app. But I think long term looking at it as a long term investment i think that this is something that could get fucking bought out if i pay 20k to get it made 25k 100k to get it made yeah and it gets bought out in the future for and then some big company comes along and wants to slap their name on it and use all the stuff that you created what is it oh buy out i want to see how much my fitness pal was bought out for because i know that was a, originally a small company and then under armor bought it right 475 million mm. Yeah, just like Venmo, like all these. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Like, oh man, four hundred seventy-five <laughs> million. You just want the whole app in the company? Here, here you go. All right, I'll take it in five. I'm go start yeah, a chain exactly. of right, stops. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> switch up the whole game. No, but still, like you know, like I'm not saying I want to sell out or anything. Like now, I'm just saying, like that's you know, there's there's a lot of potential there when you create something that's that could useful. be used by everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. You got any other questions, Nick? Um, I want to get into the to, to the weed question. All right, all right. Grab the camera. <laughs> all 
Go, go ahead. Or, or are we going to wait for Cam on this I one? got another question Same. before we jump should into I that bring, one. Should I bring the blunt in here and spark it? <laughs> <laughs> can we do that? No. Yeah, if you want, go for it. Um, are you in good hands? <laughs> um, I got a question. So, you know, there, there's what are, th- what are three pieces of advice, you know, that you would give to 18-year-old you? Yeah, like somebody that either wants to take a leap and jump into one of their passions or wants somebody wants to start a business. I, I get that, you know, 90% of the world um, isn't built out for entrepreneurship. Um, but, you know, the people that just want to try something else, what, what are your pieces of advice for somebody that might want to take a leap into either their passion or running a business or what have you? Um, um, I'd say keep overhead very low as low as you possibly can i think the biggest mistake i've made and it was just because more than anything i was trying to prove something to myself um is like upgrading my car and then starting to like enjoy design wearing designer things and jewelry and like those type of things like even though i paid for it one time this still the still the thought of i could have stacked that that could have went towards that mm-hmm. you know um the, the car notes i have to pay that could go towards the app you know, um, one thing I have done to keep my overhead low personally is, like I said, move to the lift factory. Um, the next step would be just going completely online because I would save another $300 there outside right. of their rent, 300 bucks. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I, stay, I stay with my pops to this day. Mm-hmm. We mob together. You know, just me and him like like roommates. You know, we, 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 keep, we help each other out. We uh, keep it pushing. I think that keeps overhead low. I think that's huge. Uh, I think it's huge to not – because I feel like if, you, if you're trying to prove something one – with too many things and you got to pay too many bills, like you're going to run out and you're going to be like, damn, I got to go get this job. Mm. And that's, you know. That's where you fuck uh, yourself over. Gary Vee talks about that. He's like, he's like, you know, if you keep it simple, he's like, you can actually afford to be an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. do it do it on your own. If you don't keep it too simple, then life gets expensive and you got to rely on jobs <laughs> to pay for that stuff. So I'd say that's probably a mistake I've made. Um, you know, I made my bed, so I lay in it and I keep, I'm not going to take nothing back or nothing like that. But, uh Outside of that, I'd say, like I said, I've done more in the past year than I did in the first three. Mm-hmm. So I think sticking with it. Yeah, I think I think some some one day, like I think you should always just never quit because it might just be three years before it clicks for you. Right. Whether because people, I, I it's still not anywhere where I want it to be, and I've been doing this forever, man. Like it's like you know what I mean. Like the idea of perfect came up six years ago, like. And, and it's still, still ain't perfect. You know, people, people would assume, like, oh, man, I should be a millionaire within five years of starting a company. Like, not at all. Like, it took me five years to get it right, like, and finally figure out how to get some money, you know? Um, I think never quit, never give up is the biggest thing for 18-year-olds. Yeah. Because there are so many times I could have just been like, man, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Because every day, every, like, every workout, every, like, thing is like a drop in the bucket. You're building something brick by brick, and you may not see it right away. But eventually, after years and years and years, you look back and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, this is this is what this is what we come to. I wonder what can what what did it look like next year? Right, and that's that's kind of how I always think. Cause always like, fine tuning, right? Yeah, always fine tuning. Exactly. Um, as far as I guess like competition purposes, look at me, man. I would tell I'd tell myself those first seven preps, stay on the fucking grind, stop cheating in your diet, because I didn't take shit serious till like my. I didn't take shit. I didn't take shit serious until I, I did the prep where I won my pro card. First prep I took serious, I won my pro card. So that's that should be something to say right there. Yeah, that's a lesson learned right there. Yeah, exactly. First seven preps, I placed fourth, fifth, fourth, seventh, eighth, and then second call outs, blah blah blah. Took a prep series and I got my pro card. So take shit serious, get shit done, stay mm. focused, don't quit. 
Cool. You want to ask this last question? Yeah, uh, Jordan, you've been really, uh, or you've been vocal online about advocating for the use of marijuana and its benefits in your training and your recovery. Talk about it. Uh, so, I just like smoking weed. First of all, before we, before I try to act like a doctor on here and be like, hey, this is gonna, this you should, not everybody should do it because I, mean, I know that there are people who smoke and like. They don't. They don't feel it, and they're. Or they That's, don't. They. They can't. They can't go. They can't go train on it. Yeah. They can't go out in public because they'll just sit there and. Like, yeah. Full full disclosure. I've I've smoked weed like, five to ten times in my entire life, and never really got that much out of it. So never even like. Really even cared to try it anymore. Or go out and like do it like recreational. Ask John about. Uh, ask John John about uh, Ninja Turtle cookies. Oh shut up, Nick. <laughs> What's the Ninja right, Turtle cookies? <laughs> oh, I had a bad edible experience one time on the way to a bachelor party. I love the, edibles. <laughs> it was Leonardo. He had a Leonardo cookie. I had a little too much cookie. <laughs> you smoke weed? Uh, I do. You do. Mm-hmm. How, so, what? but for me, it's like if if I do, it's just like a nightcap. You know? Okay. It's it's like I. To me, if I do it during during the day, um, I wouldn't even do it every night. You know, it's just like you know what, I'm chilling. Like uh, for me, if I'm editing a video, because I do a lot of our our video editing and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. for me, I can help. It helps me edit the video. You know, I mean, maybe it doesn't even help me because I can still edit the video, but it makes me enjoy music a little bit more. Um, I mean, that's my whole thing. But it's a nightcap if I yeah. do. See, you know, I'm a, I'm a rapper, bro. I gotta wake up to a three grand yeah, backward. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. <laughs> No, I got, um, I just, I, as far as training, you know, what's funny is I never smoked growing up. Like there wasn't, I never smoked at all. Like it was, I was always that, I was that kid. I was like, I, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to drink. I don't want to smoke. Like I'm, I got, got my, got my gallon with me. We're at the house party. Like I was like, I was that kid. I was like, no, nah, I just hit the gym, bro. Like I'm not trying to do that. And then, uh, I'd say right before I graduated, this guy over here smoked some with me and I was like, oh man, this is the wave. This is the way, right? <laughs> a year later, dropped out of college and like just continued to smoke tons of weed, and then just over time, it just you know I just I smoke now. And uh, as far as training, what I, I'd say for my training, where it helps me is I'm really big on mind muscle connection and uh, almost like in yoga, like making sure you're grounded and make sure you're breathing mm-hmm. properly. And I think getting into your own mind uh, and being present kind of helps you. Yeah. Uh, so some people it 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 works the opposite for them. So they say that they can't do all of that. They feel like they can't get in touch with that when they're high. To me, it helps. Um, I, I, if you've ever seen me lift outside of my power lifts, deads, bench, and squat outside of that, you notice I go really super slow and I use nothing but lightweight. Uh, people look at me like I'm crazy because I'm swole. I'm sitting here like rowing 30 pounds and like, why is he? But I'm like, I'm squeezing and I'm like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm picturing that I'm on stage posing right now. Like, that's how I look at it. And like, I'm making sure that I'm actually engaging the correct muscles. I'm not just rowing the weight. Uh, and I think that helps me with that. I guess the downside of it, munchies are killer when you're contest prepping. Um, but once you can, do you, do you lower, do you stop smoking as much when you're doing a show? I'll say that, and you know what I, I I'd say. Here's what I, here's how I'll do it. Because I'll go in, I'll go in phases. I'll go in phases of months at a time where I don't smoke at all, and then I'll go in phases where I might only smoke on the weekends, or I smoke at like social events, or I'll smoke like as you said as a nightcap, and then I go through my phases where I'm at like right now. And if anything, I think it helps me get through these preps, man. Like I'm eating like 2,300 calories a day, which to me feels like nothing at all like i'm eating like a girl you know i got girls on 2300 calories yeah, a day i, was, I think I was, I was gonna say 2300 calories for me is like a meal and a half i was gonna say shout out shout out my uh, my client gina and she's she's doing a power lift her first one in september nice so we're getting her ready she, she's super excited about that but i got her on 2300 calories a day so that puts that in perspective for you uh and when i'm on low calorie days like that i think if anything like 
I get you got to get munchies are mental. You got to get over that, but kind of just it's something to you know something to just kind of like ease my vibe and like keep me not you know you know you get irritable when you don't eat and stuff too, mm-hmm. man. So it's like keeps me cool, smooth, pushing through the day. Um, I found that smoking weed for me is somewhat like a stimulant and kind of just keeps me up, keeps me thinking, keeps me working. Sometimes it does keep me awake, you know. I know, I know a lot of people break that down to like sativa or indica. Yeah, I, I don't even know, but I mean, yeah, sometimes I, I'm just... Good weed. I buy I'm, trap weed, so it's, <laughs> you never know what it is. It just <laughs> looks pretty. <laughs> looks pretty, smells good. Okay, cool, let's go. How much? Oh, shit. It's interesting because, you know, uh, you're very entrepreneurial. You have a huge vision, you know, for, for your life and everything. And um, and the, the guy that we just interviewed last, he's a huge real estate guy in town. And he, we asked him the same question. We're like, what's your take on weed? Because obviously we've seen you, like, smoke after after a long day of closing real estate deals and, and, right. and flipping houses and stuff like that. He's smoking with his staff. And so it was like, what, what's your take on that? Mm-hmm. So, um you know, shout out Vegas for making it for making it legal and, and real talk. <laughs> and not like to to kind of double up on that. It's not like I would uh, I wouldn't say like all right, we're about to have a session and I'm like fucking blazing one right outside the gym before I walk in. It's not like that. It's more of like all right, I gotta I got a five thirty a.m. I probably will wake up at like three three thirty, smoke a little bit, have a cup of coffee, shower, go about. You know, I actually I'd like to do morning reading and whatnot, but I'll go about my morning routine. And then go train. It's never like I'm hot boxing on the way to the gym. It's right. not. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, people will see me on the gram smoking in my car, and that's usually more of me like, hey, I'm about to go lift, or yeah. I'm about to go meet up with the friends to walk around or something. But when I have to, when I got it, when I got something to do, like even like today, like I came and smoked before I was in here today, but it wasn't like I just. It might smell like it, but I, I didn't like just get done outside the car. It was more like when I was leaving the house on my yeah. side of town. I smoked and I hit it a couple times, put it out. You know, came to just to, it's more of like get yeah. my mind right type of deal. Yeah. yeah, helps you focus. Yeah, exactly. But then you have some people like I heard. Uh, you know, I heard um, it was a video where this dude's like, you know, talking to Grant Cardone. I don't know if you've seen that video where he's just like, I, th- I feel like it helps. Grant Cardone's like, no, don't, no, don't. Well, it's Grant though. <laughs> we we're not all meant to be. Grant he's like he's like he's like you smoke weed on the freeway. How fast you going? He's like, how fast you drive on the freeway? He's like, eighty miles. He's like, you smoke some weed on the freeway? How fast you going? He's like, uh. Oh, he laughs a little. He's like, uh, uh, sixty five. And he's just like, see, that's so true. He's like, right. So, <laughs> no, that's funny. so he's like, so he's like, you smoke weed and coming to negotiation with me, I'm a, I'm a win. You know, Shit, like we was running late today. I was going hundred down the two fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know. For him, it's more like certainty. Does it? Yeah. Do, do you feel like weed makes you uncertain? Or overthink or anything like that. Um, you know, you know what I say. I feel more uncertain about it when I start to question myself about it. Meaning, like, if I if I start to already judge, like, I'm like, oh man, these these guys aren't gonna fuck with me because they're gonna know I'm high. Right. That's when I start feeling uncertain. But if I just like, yeah, comfortable with who I am, and I'm like, you know what, I smoke weed, yeah. I rap, I I have this business. This is who I am. I am. This yeah. is my best friend. Right. Like you can like he's an asshole. No one likes him. <laughs> but that's my best friend and I love him to death. So right. you can like it or not. That's how that's where I'm at with it. Right. I got you. I think the way to look at it is is that it's a tool with a purpose in your toolbox and there's a time and a place for it. There you go. Bang. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh Jordan, I think that's all the questions we have for you today. Wrap uh, it up. Yeah, uh pl- you got anything to plug? Anything to shout out while? while All right, y'all ready you? for this? Plug ready to take some notes? Because I spell shit weird. Like yeah. I'm talking my name and everything. So first, you gotta follow me on the gram, Jordan J O R D I N Ramirez. 
like Ramirez. I don't think there's any other way to spell it. There's only one way. Um, make sure you follow all of the perfect accounts. Uh, I'm not even going to tag. You can you can look up perfect apparel, perfect seasonings. You'll see them tagged through me. I'm not going to tag those because they're not as uh, relevant. But perfect training, P-E-R-F-I-C-T, training on Instagram. I post a daily post, something informational, something, just a little bit of free game that people can grab and kind of learn from, whether it's about training or nutrition i just i like to give that out i post uh transformations and whatnot and then if you hit perfect dot online p-e-r-f-i-c-t you can see all everything i have to offer you can go check out the site um i have a really cool special going on right now and it's called the dollar fitness program uh it's basically 52 it's a 52 week program so it's 52 dollars, but 52 weeks worth of training splits it's not personalized or anything but i send i put you in a private email list and you get a full detailed training program every week to work off which in the training world in my opinion is very affordable for people who can't afford personal training so you can check that out too perfect nikki you got anything else to add on to that no i really don't man just want to acknowledge you bro um you know i love your vision i love uh how ambitious you are um you you know i think you're going to change the world you know based off of you know your passion and you know you're living life on your terms which i love you know you're you're authentic to yourself appreciate Um, you're a genuine dude and uh, I think you're going to make a big dent in the universe with it. So I appreciate that, man. That's huge. That's That means the world to me, for real. Yeah. It's dope. It's yeah. dope to hear. I'm, I'm glad we could get this together, man. We've been talking about this for, feel Long like, a, time. for like a year or something. <laughs> right. Maybe even longer than that. But uh, thanks for coming on and talking to us. No, really appreciate it, Jordan. Me. Happy birthday, Willie. Hey, big pops. Shout out, Willie. Hey, and uh, anybody listening in, if you use uh, discount code B and B, B A N D B. You get 20% off any coaching program. Awesome. Bang. B&B. We out.